What's going on, fellas? Um, Banana Royale coming to you live from the What Do Moms Do studio, and I will be your guide on this hike up the Fantasy Mountain. And look at that. You just stepped in Mountain Lion Scat. Bill, say hi to the people. Whoa! Well, hello. So, Bill, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, just uh, canceling uh, all my date nights. To uh, Oh, we're starting off like this. Huh? This is Sorry. what we're doing. Starting off hot and heavy. Uh, now, for the listeners, uh, for those not in the league, um, I've fired Bill from this podcast at least twice before. And the third time almost came tonight. Um, as he does every week, he texts me a few hours before we're supposed to tape Tuesday nights. And he's like, I don't know if I can do it tonight. I got to. I got to carve a pumpkin with, you know, this girl. And I'm like, Bill, you made a commitment to me. We've been over this. You made a commitment to me Tuesday nights around 9, 10 o'clock. We uh-huh. get on and we record for an hour. Fake news. And he just cannot commit to it, which is crazy because. Okay, so I have a five-month-old. I have a six-year-old who has extracurricular activities that I'm doing. I'm trying to plan a wedding. I work, you know, 50 hours a week. Um, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. I'm a busy guy. I still find the time Tuesday nights for an hour to record with Bill. Bill, tell us, tell the listeners what you got going on. Exactly. Exactly. And he can't commit an hour. And Bill, you wonder why you can't get a girlfriend. It's because you're afraid of commitment. Oh my God. You cannot commit to nothing. You, you can't commit to nothing because one day. You want me filming with you at five o'clock. The next it's nine. The next you're in Boston. I can't keep track of you, Flub. That's exactly my point. But you know what? I'm Overall, a busy the, most, guy. the most important thing is we're here. We're here, but I don't know for how long, Bill. I can't keep mm-hmm. doing this with you. I can't keep. This might be the last one. This oh. might, I mean, this oh. might be the last one. Oh. This might be the last. Don't you threaten me, boy. <laughs> uh, Bill. Let's talk about our teams for a second. The Giants with another big win, five and one, came back against Lamar, did what they've always been known not to do, which is to win. Um, you got the Giants at five and one, the Bills at five and one, the Jets at four and two, Syracuse Orange at six and zero. Oh. New York might be the best football state in the country right now. Well, I concur. Uh, a lot of good things are happening up there. Uh, fucking New York Giants, five and one. It's it, like. You, you say this six six weeks ago. If you were to put up a bet, I bet of a hundred bucks that Giants would be five and one come you know the beginning of uh, week seven. Yeah, I bet a hundred bucks would win you a million dollars. Well, no, but it would uh, it would have been a crazy idea. I mean, I it would have been like eighty thousand probably. I remember saying in our group chat that I took a future bet on the Jets to make the playoffs before the year. Ew. People called me crazy. They're, they were saying it was crazy for the Jets to make the playoffs, but you know what? They're four and two. Their defense is really good. Um, they ain't bad. They could definitely make the playoffs. Mm, I don't know about that, buddy. Well, Jets. They don't. They just don't make the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, you could use that same argument for the Giants. So, I mean, mm, well, the Giants actually win Super Bowls. That's what we do. Okay. Well, the Chargers won uh, Monday night. I I couldn't have bet this game any better. I had the Broncos plus five, the under, the Chargers money line, the Broncos to have under 20 points, the Chargers to have under 24 points, the Chargers to win by exactly three, and I bet for the game to go into overtime. I had all those bets. I I mean, I was I cashed. 
Beautiful. It was, just, it was weird line movement, as we talk about all the time. I immediately told myself this will be a defensive game. Uh, it started with Chargers minus six, and people were hammering the Chargers. It went down to Chargers minus three and a half at one point, which made no sense. It should have went up, not down. So you knew the Chargers weren't going to cover. Um, but on a Saturday note, um, you know, I, I, I hate to – you can listen back to any of our previous episodes – the Chargers freaking play calling, man. I say it every week. Fire the coaches. Herbert averaged like four or five yards a pass. It's embarrassing. Fire Lombardi. Fire Staley. But a bigger question, Bill, a bigger question. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about Herbert? I mean, I watched him play the last two years. He was slinging around the field. No cares in the world. Throwing ropes to people. But this season, he looks afraid to make a mistake. He won't pass it down the field. Doesn't really run the ball. Am I wrong about Herbert? So I'm, I was with uh, actually I was with Ryan Tool last night watching the game, um, and he told me to remind you that Justin Herbert is not good. It's very weird because he was he, he's your rookie of the year. He's your 2020 rookie of the year, Bill. Um, he was he's very good the past two years. Set all sorts of records. I just don't get it. Oh, and you know what, Bill? Fire our kicker too. While you're at it, I know he went four for four last night, but it, he was embarrassing. I mean, he was injured though too, wasn't he? Oh, please, you're a kicker, dude. I mean, every single kick, he'd go down on one knee, he'd fall on the ground. I mean, dude, come on, you're kicking fire. thirty yarders. Fire Relax. the coaches, fire the kickers. Who else um, are you firing? You're trying to fire me. You're just trying to fire everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on? Want to fire? Um, Bill, let's do a little Bill Judah. We need to know what's going on with your love life. We need some updates here, man. Uh, well, you know, since I couldn't uh, couldn't partake in pumpkin night. No, you could have partaken in pumpkin job. night. It just would have meant you were out for a job. You no, know what I mean? But... You would have meant you were out, out of a job because, Bill, you had a commitment Tuesday nights. Just don't plan anything Tuesday so, night. Instead of pumpkin night, you know you know what I like to cook up when we're on the show, right? What's that? A little salmon? We got the salmon going in the oven right now. So, yeah, uh, yeah had a, a real nice romantic... Uh, pumpkin date planned um it was gonna be cute i was gonna wear some like fall like i don't know like spooky stuff you know what i mean i got this like spooky sweater uh and then we're gonna get pumpkins and, and carve them next to the fire uh but unfortunately uh, because of you know time uh you know differences that we have because typically we film around five but now tonight um we had to uh push that back to 10 o'clock i couldn't do it so uh had to have a backup plan so have uh have a guest coming over after we air and uh gonna watch hereditary have you ever seen that movie it's very romantic it's uh it's not romantic at all i heard that it's one of the most like scary movies of all time is that true never seen it i don't like scary movies i don't i don't understand scary movies i don't I don't like to be scared. It's like a vulnerable feeling. I, I watch movies to escape reality. I don't want to feel stuff. So you you're just I mean? a real scared guy? Um, I just don't like the feeling of being scared. It's not like a feeling that I, like, I want. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You don't want to scream and be scared. Yeah, I don't think I'd scream or be scared. It's just not like a good feeling feeling uh, anyways let's we're talking about you and your love life is there anything else new i mean jesus christ get this segment over with <laughs> uh no that's it you just you ruined my date night that's about it okay well the question of the week a new segment i have for you here bill um what percentage of the water in the ocean is pee do you think 
60. And that's fish and people pee? Fish, people, birds. Um, yeah, astronauts. Lots of different things. Do birds pee? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. You always hear of a bird pooping on somebody, but you never hear of a bird peeing. You never hear somebody go, I got peed on by a bird. Uh, so being pooped on by a bird is supposed to be good luck. I wonder what being peed on by a bird. Never heard anybody say it. I'm not convinced they do pee. So you say 60% of the ocean's water is pee. Correct. What is the actual? Is there a statistic? I mean, your your words as good as mine. I mean, mm. uh, let's move on to Bill's wide receiver update. Uh, do you want to hear how your CD Lamb DJ Chuck bets going? <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. CD Lamb is the fantasy wide receiver 19 with 71.9 points. DJ Chark, who was on by this past week, is the fantasy wide receiver 83 with 20.3 points. So he's about 50. Two points behind CD Lamb, but uh, you know CD still got a buy to go, and uh, DJ Chark, you know he could catch fire. You never know. I, well, I, Chark, it's not. It's he's not ridiculously behind him. I don't think. Well, Chark is back this week, um, and of course I'm gonna have him in my lineup um, because he's just a stud. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm still pretty confident on that bet. It's a long season to go. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the guy's just a freak of nature, so it's bound to happen. Yeah, well, I would just like to mention here that if you want to air grievance, have any ideas for the podcast, for the league, want your voice to be heard, or you want to, you know, give Bill a piece of your mind, send your emails to lb3ffl at gmail.com. If you want it to be anonymous, just say so, and we'll let the listeners hear your thoughts. Uh, Bill, a lot of people have been wondering how the pod's doing, and it seems that all the same people are listening each and every week. We're not really dropping anybody, so that's good. Um, but we're still at 100% of our listeners are from the U.S., so... We can't oh. quite retire the podcast quite yet. Mm. Should um, I uh, should I tell some of my foreign foreign ladies to uh, reach out to their families, reach out to their friends overseas, so we can kind of expand here? I mean, that's up to you because um, you know. Do, do you want them hearing the Bill Druda segment? I I don't know. Mm. No, definitely, I definitely do not. Yeah, uh, there's a, actually it's it's funny that you said that. Uh, when I had to cancel on pumpkin night, um, you know, they were asked, the person was asking, I was like, yeah, I got to do a podcast. And she's like, Oh, what podcast? And I did not. Oh wanna, man. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Did not want to uh, say what this podcast was. So well, like, oh, you know, it's just stupid. Just dumb. Um, way to, way to market. Um, Spotify seems to be the podcast platform of choice for our listeners. Um, and the female numbers are, dropping a little bit um our non-binary friend has since stopped as well um but i got a question for you bill which which episode do you think is our most listened to uh is it last week's episode with uh with doug it is not it was actually drooling the drew tool fleming episode uh people wanted to hear what the commissioner has to say so um shall we get into injuries and waivers yeah let's hear it so we got a few players banged up, Bill. Uh, J.K. Dobbins with a hamstring strain, so stay tuned for him. Deion Jackson with a quad. And then you got Hollywood Brown, um, who knows, could be season-ending. Uh, it looks like it's going to be eight weeks at least, so he'd be coming back, what, week 14, which is, what, the the first week of fantasy playoffs. And even then, he probably won't be 100%. I, I would say Hollywood Brown is probably droppable at this point. 
Um, and then you got Jalen Waddle with a shoulder sprain strain. Uh, he'll keep playing through it, though. Jonathan Taylor could be back this week, uh, but even if he is, expect more of a committee. You got Keenan Allen should be back on the field, um, but he'll most likely have a reduced snap count as well. Um, and then some good news. Dak is back. Um, if that is good news, I don't know. Good news, bad news, I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, Tua and Mac Jones should be good to go. And Damian Harris and Chris Olave should also be returning. So some good injury news as well, Bill. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, quite, uh, you know, obviously you never want to see a player go down. Uh, but with Marquise Brown going down, uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back this week. What a, I know. what a, I mean, that really – couldn't have, couldn't have worked out better for for uh, DeAndre Hopkins fantasy owners, um, but you never want to see anybody get hurt. But geez, Louise, I couldn't have worked out any better. Um, so let's move on to trades here, real quick, Bill. I mean, I just want to mention up top, I had an interesting uh, trade discussion week this past week. Mm. So it started when I received an offer from Ryan Tool. Um, as he mentioned the other day, Cooper Cup, his fifth-round keeper for next year, is on the trade block. Uh, he's got to turn his season around. He's got to turn it around right now. So he actually offered me a trade. He offered me Cooper Cup for Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Kenneth Walker. And I got to say, any other year, I would have accepted it in a heartbeat. But I watched Kenneth Walker the other day, and man, oh, man, that kid is freaking good. It reminded me of a young Le'Veon Bell, the way he sits behind the line patiently, then bounces outside. I have to imagine he's going to be my keeper next year. So with that being said, I have Travis Etienne on the trade block, 15th round keeper next year, if anyone's interested. Uh, looked good the past two games, heavily outtouching Eric's wet dream, James Robinson. Um, in return, I'd like to get either like a, a good tight end or a wide receiver. But um, also, I wanted to mention that I tried getting a trade done before Sunday's games with Eric. I got in my face for trying to trade with Eric, right? Mm. I brought up the prospect of Leonard Fournette for A.J. Brown to him, right? Fournette's a top 10 back. A.J. Brown's a top 20 receiver. So I figured we could probably get something done. I would said I might need another piece to go along with A.J. Brown. Nothing good, just another piece. I, and I'd even consider just doing it straight up. Um, and he has no running backs. You know that. I know that. All of our listeners know that. He has no running back, so he could really use Leonard Fournette. And you know what he says to me? What? He goes, nah, I want Fournette and Alan Lazard for A.J. Brown. Hmm. I'm like, dude, you stupid. You stupid. Do you know, what is, do, you know, do you think he's dumb, Flem? Is he a dummy, Flem? He's stupid. How dumb of a dummy? He's so he? stupid. I mean, I probably called him stupid for the next 30 minutes. Um, oh. But you know what I came out of that conversation with, with Eric? Hmm. Some good quotes. Do you want to hear them? Let's hear them. Yeah. So um, you tell me how you feel when you hear these quotes from Eric as I am telling him he needs to give up a wide receiver to get a startable running back. Okay. Okay. Here's a quote. I'm not panicking about my running back situation. I am cool as a cucumber, baby. That, that was a text mm. he sent. He also sent the text, I think my team Oof. is I think my team is just fine. Oh, that's the that's typically what you say when uh when you're burning on fire. Yep. He also said, I'm not trying to make a blockbuster trade. I'm just trying to get a handcuff. Bro, all your running backs are handcuffs. Um, <laughs> so I did speak with somebody today and they wanted me to remind you that they have a better record than you and have scored more points than you. So how do you feel about that? 
I mean, a lot of game left, man. I mean, there's a lot of seed pool. You won a few games. You yep. get lucky a few weeks. I mean, Bill, you can't side with Eric on this one. I mean, he even said right. this, Bill. Are you ready? He said, I'll ride the waiver running backs. Dude, he's got the third lowest fab money left in the league with 10 weeks left. He's already run out of half his fab. I mean, I, I, mm. I, this guy's delusional. This guy's mm. delusional. Just a, a dummy, right, Flem? Big dumb dummy. Stupid. Stupid. Now, remember, if there are guys on the trade block and you want the league to know or you have interest in the guy, email us at lb3ffl at gmail.com. Bill, any trade uh, rumblings from you? Um. Well, yeah. So, Doobie texted me. Uh, Doobie is worse than Eric. Doobie is by far the worst ever in probably any league history when it comes to making a trade. The guy's just not good. He somehow swindled Lloyd. Um, I also hear that he didn't – Tool tried sending a couple trades, I guess, to you, which if I were you, I would have accepted, accepted that, taking Cooper Cup. I, I don't uh, like the Rams offense. I don't like the way Stafford looks. Uh, There's a lot of things going on with that team I don't like. Right. Uh, but so Chad offers me a trade like during our I was playing him this week and he wanted to give me Aaron Rodgers and DK Metcalf for Jalen Hurts and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which is absolutely ridiculous. garbage, garbage. When, you, garbage when you when you put and, and then he's refusing to touch any of his top tier players. Well, you know what? Jalen Hurts is averaging at this point 12 more points a game than Aaron Rodgers. And when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I like D-Hop better than I like DK. I do too. Uh, so what, that makes absolutely no sense. So you want to do, you want to make something juicy? You want to make it happen? You want to make your team better? Throw in one of your studs. I would do, I would think about throwing in Jalen Hurts and DeAndre Hopkins for maybe Aaron Rodgers and uh, Justin Jefferson or Devante because overall he's still winning out if it continues that Hurts is averaging 12 more points a game. No, I, Bill, I, I 100% agree with you. I understand people send over trade offers that are probably one-sided just to start negotiations, but we got to get better in the league we about got a starting get, point because, I mean, get. when I say Leonard Fournette for A.J. Brown, that's a very fair trade in my eyes. That's a very, For a guy who needs a running back and a guy who needs a wide receiver, that's a very fair trade. That's as fair as it gets. That's it's better a, than the trade. I thought my trade earlier in the season. And for a guy, for a guy to want another piece in addition to Leonard Fournette is like, we're just, don't, then say you don't want to trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't even waste time with it. But we, we as a league got to get better that, at that, I think, uh, with the starting point of trades. Do better, guys. Be better. Um, some waiver moves made this past week that were interesting, Bill, and we already went through most of them last week's uh, late episode, but a few additional ones that were made. Matt added Kirk Cousins and dropped Russell Wilson. Probably, <laughs> probably a smart move. Um, and then you, Bill, adding Joshua Kelly and dropping Julio. What gives? Um, well, in that uh, potential, that matchup that I had against uh, against Chad, you know, Julio's not doing anything for me sitting on my bench. Melvin Gordon was listed as questionable. Uh, so come the Monday night matchup, if let's say Melvin was no go and it was a close matchup between Chad and I, um, that would have helped me out there. Yeah. Can we just, can we talk about Melvin Gordon just for one second? I, I mean, who cares really? But, um, I mean, I hate the Chargers coaches, but the Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett has got to be the worst maybe ever. I mean, you have Javante Williams on your team, right? One of the best running backs in the league and you won't take Melvin Gordon off the field to give Javante carries. And the moment Javante goes down, you're like, yeah, Melvin Gordon's done. Let's take him off the field. It's like, what are you doing? <sighs> well, it's they, unbelievable. Got, they got Murray, who's a 
who is a stud. He's he's been a good. Uh, he's he's just kind of like a NFL whore at this point. He's just league hopping like uh, like Fitzpatrick was. Um, yeah. Well, anyone who interests you on waivers this week, Bill, keep in mind the bye weeks this week are the Bills, Vikings, Eagles, and Rams. So a lot of fantasy implications for the buys. Uh, anyone interest you? Uh, no one really at this point. Honestly, the, the only thing that I've been looking into playing Dave this week. So maybe, you know, Dave's Dave needs some help there because he's got a lot of players on buys. Um, so potentially try and grab somebody so so Dave can't get him. Um, yeah, I mean Latavius Murray is interesting to me. Um, because it does. There's no reason Melvin Gordon shouldn't. Um, but some other just deep bench guys um if you have the space on your bench Deontay Foreman backup running back for the Panthers look they may be in full rebuild mode and are publicly saying CMC's on the trade block Foreman is a clear running back two behind him he's playing 71 percent of the backup snaps over Chuba Hubbard he's gotten 10 plus touches in six games this season so he's interesting um and then with Dobbins missing time I don't love Kenyon Drake he's not that efficient he had one big run Sunday so you see a stat line you think oh my god Drake's the number two I disagree I think Gus Edwards is when he comes back, which should be this week. Um, when you look at analytics, he's the second. Gus Edwards is the second most efficient running back in the NFL, only behind Nick Chubb. Um, and then last, a deep stash, Matt Breida. Listen, Saquon was banged up this past week a few times. He has an injury history. Breida played 85% of the backup snaps and has been efficient with those snaps this season. Um, if you got room, grab Breida. Um, can I give you some weak stats? Ooh, I love these stats. Not much to report here, uh, but let me give you a few. Uh, Bailey Zappi, Pat's backup quarterback, is the only rookie in the Super Bowl era to win and have a 100-plus passer rating in each of his first two starts. Mm. The New York Jets' 17-point win over Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau matches the largest victory by any opponent there in a game where Rodgers played the entire game. Yeah, that fucked me big time. The Falcons are 6-0 and against the spread. Also, Matt Ryan completed 42 of 58 passes Sunday. That is a career high in completions for Matty for, uh, Ice. Ooh, that was um, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how terrible he was, too. He looked god-awful against uh, Denver. He's still bad. I don't, I don't trust I don't trust it. Um, Justin Herbert's 57 passes during Monday Night Football were the most in a win- tied for the most in a winning effort without a passing touchdown in NFL history. And then my favorite stat of the week, um, since the Giants signed Kenny Galladay to a $70-plus million contract and drafted Kadarius Toney in the first round, their left tackle has more receiving TDs than those two combined. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You down for a little game, Bill? Let's do it. Uh, I got some fantasy-related trivia for you, and let's see how closely you've been paying attention. Okay, I'll try. Can you tell me in order – the top three fantasy quarterbacks on the season. Lamar Jackson. He's your number one or number three? Number one. Okay. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. So you got the three guys right. You got the order wrong. It goes Allen, Mahomes, Jackson. Oh. So what about exactly. what about the top three running backs on the season? Um, Nick Chubb. <sighs> Not James Robinson anymore. <laughs> Definitely not James Robinson. Uh, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook? No. So it actually goes Austin Eckler's number one, and he, which is crazy because he was like in the 30s a few weeks ago. 
Austin Eckler's number one, then Nick Chubb, then your boy Saquon Barkley. You forgot about your boy. Oh, shit, I did. What about the top three wide receivers? Hmm. Are we talking yards or total points? Total fantasy points in our league. FPPR. Stefan Diggs. Let's see. Cooper Cup. DJ Chark. So close. So close. DJ Chark's actually number four, so that's why. Ah. Um, you know, it goes Diggs, Cup, and then Tyreek Hill. Ah, shit. Um, top three tight ends. You could do this one. Uh, Kelsey, my yep. boy. Yep. Mark Mark Andrews. Yep. I think of who the third would be. Zach Ertz, maybe, at this point? No, it's actually tricky because it's the most not tight end. Tight oh, end. Taysom Hill because of that one game. Um, top three defenses? Do you know the top three defenses? Are the Bills up there? Bills are number one. Um, it's not Tampa Bay. Uh, so we'll go Bills. Uh, Ravens? Nope. Nope. Saints? Nope. It goes Bills, 49ers, Eagles. Oh, shit. Do you want to try the kickers? Do you want to try the top three kickers? Absolutely not. Tool, yeah. tool, tool will hate this segment. Yeah, it goes Carlson for the Raiders, suck up for Tampa Bay, and then uh, Tucker for the Ravens. Uh, but, you know, not, not so bad, Bill. You've been paying attention. What do you say we take a little break, and when we come back, we go over the week six matchups? Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Now, Bill, we had our closest matchup of the season so far this week. Very low-scoring week for all teams, really. Uh, there's actually been 100 less touchdowns at this point in the season than there were last point in the season. So some really low scores. Um, and so let's start with Paladinos is okay. Ryan Tool versus Bobby Mitts and the 10 cent sniffs, which is me. I win this one 107 to 83 by about 24 points. Um, I go to two and four in eighth place. Ryan goes to one and five in 10th place. Last place for Ryan. Not much to say about this other than Ryan is having some serious QB issues. He started Geno Smith. He's got Tua coming back this week, hopefully, but it's not good. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I saw I saw Ryan Tool here in New Braunfels yesterday. Tools Tools here in Texas, and he is not okay. Paladino is not okay. Ryan Tool is not okay. The guy is stressing as he should be. Um, and how can you not with this quarterback situation? His quarterbacks are averaging about 15 points or less a game, I think is what we came up with last night. Um, he's got to do something. I, I tried offering um, a Jalen Hurts trade to him uh, with Cooper Cup involved and get some equity out of there. But, uh, yeah, he denied it. He's just, I, I, he's just going to ride out, I believe, the no quarterback train or switch it up every week. Uh, uh, it's not, and what's funny is he actually had Kyle Pitts on IR still, and Kyle Pitts finally scored a touchdown. So, um, but still, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference. He just didn't put up points this week. Hmm. His running backs are are a problem too. I mean, not just the quarterback; his running backs are a problem as well. He's got to trade his whole entire team. While you look at it, it's a problem. It's a problem. His bench is bad. His team. Everything is just—it's absolutely disgusting. It's really falling apart for the kid. You, You know, you hate to see it. Yeah, but that was a good uh, a good W for you. Uh, I did it really without my my quarterback wide receiver stack of Herbert Williams, who only put up a combined like ten points. Uh, you know, still beat him pretty handily. So we'll take it. 
We'll take it. Um, next matchup was Tiny Head Girl, which is Reardon, versus the Maddie Dell Millionaires, which is Matt. Now, Matt wins this one 89 to 120 uh, by about 31 points. Johnny falls to ninth place with a 2 and 4 record. Matt jumps from 10th place to 6th place with a 2 and 4 record. Um, but more trouble for Reardon. He needs to do something right, but what? Uh, well, honestly, this is the Reardon that we know and love. This this is John. 89.42 points. That That is John. Uh, when he starts putting up these points, he's getting into like the 110s, 120s. I'm like, this isn't John. John doesn't, he doesn't do that. Um, but overall, uh, I, I don't know what he's going to have to do here uh, to actually – be a contender and not a shit foot uh, contender. Um, he's going to need to grab wide receivers for sure. Keenan Allen, uh, you know, God knows what's going to happen with him coming back. Who he's got in there now are flexes at best. Add his one and two. Um, yeah, the guy's just not good. Westcott, I still believe, has the worst team in the league. Yeah, I wanted uh, to ask you, Bill. Is he? Is he? Does he really have the sixth best team in the league? Do you think he's got the worst team in the league by far? Oh, wow. by far. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's absolute. It's a. Uh, he's got good... the. He's got the number one running back and the number three wide receiver. Yeah, but overall, his team is just absolute poop. Um, he doesn't know what to do at the quarterback position, just like Ryan Tool. Uh, he's on the Singletary train, which I don't know. That train ain't going nowhere except for getting crashed. Uh, you know, the guy's uh, the guy is definitely still my number one shit foot. Well, well, um, next was our game of the week. Uh, coming into it, uh, shit foot Dudley versus D. Koch Dave Dudley gets it done 116 to 111 by about five points. Dud is in first at five and one. Koch is in third at four and two. This was a tight one going into the Sunday night game. Uh, Dave was down 12 with the Eagles defense to play. He had a very realistic shot. Eagles actually had 12 for a large portion of the game, and he was winning by about 0.3 points. But in the end, the Eagles ended up with only seven points. Um, and Josh Allen is really Dud's saving grace each and every week. Um, but he also had Ramondre Stevenson go off with 23 points this week. Um, just unlucky week for Dave, I think. Uh, what are your feelings about this one? Um, yeah, this was our uh, our juggernaut matchup here. Number one versus number two. Uh, Dudley. Dudley's on a heater of life right now. I have never met somebody that is thriving more than Kevin Dudley right now. The Bills keep winning. Kevin Dudley keeps winning. He's going to buy a, an island in uh, Southeast Asia somewhere, I'm pretty sure, pretty soon. Um, the guy is just crushing it. He can't lose. Uh, it was tough for Dave this week going up against someone on such a heater. Uh, close game going into it. Uh, overall, it was the, the Eagles defense needed to put up 13 points or something like that, I believe, which um, was going to be tough in a division matchup. So it was it was pretty expected come Monday night that Dudley was going to win. Yeah, well, um, next up was our closest game of the year so far, Shaq and Coke, which is – Eric versus the Tornado Tootsies. Lloyd, Eric ekes one out here, um, 118 to 116, a two-point win. Eric goes to four and two, fourth place, and Lloyd to two and four, seventh place. Now, let me ask you, Bill, is Eric's team really the fourth best team in the league? Oh, absolutely not. Eric, uh, he still has a shit foot team, 100%. Uh, you know, his, his running backs doing their thing, averaging uh, less than four and a half points a game, um, with Wilson getting 0. .5 and Benjamin getting eight. 
like we said multiple times, you gotta keep hold on to Mahomes, hold on to Chase, and then dump everything else. And that's exactly what was proven this week. Uh, they had a combined 51 points together uh, between Mahomes and Chase, and that's going to be a saving grace this year. He's going to need to make some changes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled that he didn't make that trade with you, the Fournette for Brown trade. In, uh, insane, so overall, right? That, that makes both your teams better. Agreed. Agreed. And, and he uh, has Terry McLaurin on the bench. Uh, so it's like he, you know, and CeeDee Lamb in the flex. So it's not like he doesn't have another receiver to replace him. You know, um, maybe you won't get as many points out of them, but you're you're gaining so many more points at running back if you if you make that trade. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Eric needs Mahomes to get twenty at least twenty points a week to have a shot, um, and he seems to be doing it every week. But I know for Lloyd, for Lloyd though, this was a this was a big week for Lloyd, and uh, you know it didn't go his way here. He, uh, you know, with a win, he's at three and three. Now he's two game, but two games behind 500. Um, you know, like we said, we got a tornado brewing down there in South Florida and uh, it ain't looking good. No, it's not. Um, but he did have Josh Jacobs on a bye. He, uh, he has Rondell Moore on the bench, which should be the number two for Arizona now. Um, so he should be getting more targets. Valdez Scantlin, he catches two balls for 10 yards and Lloyd gets the W, but a big goose egg from uh, Valdez Scantlin. Yeah, tough one for Lloyd for sure. I feel like uh, he probably should have won that matchup. But uh, let's move on to our last matchup of the week, which was Sir William of the Hierarchy, which is you versus Daddy Doobie Snacks, which is Chad. Should we bring in Doobie for this one? Oh, should we? And we're back. As we do every week, we like to bring on one player owner and give them a voice. This week we have on the new dad himself, Chad Dubiel. Chad, how we doing, fella? Uh, Doing good. Just got the baby down. Um, not good after this week, though. Bill, good win. Congrats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill won this week pretty handily, 107 to 62 by about 45 points. Bill moves to second place at 5-1, and one, Doobie to fifth at 3-3. Three and three. But Doobie had Carr on by, Adams on by, Damian Pierce on by, his kicker on by, Darren Waller on by, DeAndre Swift on by, Jonathan Taylor still out. So his QB, tight end, kicker, both running backs, his wide receiver, and his flex were all out. Arguably only had one starting guy on the roster that he would have started otherwise. Um, and I'm sure Bill would like us to mention his. His key players that were out on by as well. The list of Bill's players is DJ Chark. That's the list. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure Chad that you kind of just chalked this week up to a loss, anyways, with those with those buys, right? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly a new strategy. It's two part. One, I've I've chosen like I always do too many Raiders, um, so they're always going to be on a buy. And then two, it's a strategy that I've been trying where I just take the L one week and get as many people out on the buy. I don't know if it's been mm. heard of, but it just so happened. Like every league I'm in 60% of my people on buys. Well, let or me injured, ask you, or injured. let me ask you, Doobie, if your team was fully playing and, and Bill's team was fully playing, who do you feel would win? I mean, and I got Taylor Swift and, all my guys, I think I, I'm, I'm well, an easy one. Well, first, first of all, Chad, you sound like a robot. Uh, second, of <laughs> my all, second of all, um, you do have four 
first round picks on your team, which is amazing. I don't know how you swindled Lloyd into that. Um, it somehow, you know, worked for Lloyd one week, but overall, uh, you know, you just you, you bat him over and spanked him on that one. Um, and then tool. Hey, don't disregard. With, don't disregard Jacobs. Uh, I think well, Jacobs you know, been back this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then tool. Uh, I was with him last night, and uh, he offered you a trade. He he said he offered you Harris for DK straight up, and you rejected it. Yeah, I was going to ask, what would you guys do? I would have no. taken. I would have. I would have taken that just so I can say that I have five first round picks on my team. Here's the thing, well, though. That's why you're never going to win, though. Oh. I, Doobie, I Doobie, I wouldn't change a thing about your team. I think you easily have the best Whoa! starting wow. starting lineup in the league. I mean, maybe one of the best ever. I mean, with Swift, it, Taylor, it on Taylor. Uh, Damian Pierce has been great. Devontae Adams. Uh, you got Justin Jefferson too, right? Um, I mean, you could do always do better at quarterback, but other than that, yeah. it's, it's. I need a quarterback if anybody's looking to trade. It's. I got, oh, I got a, a deep, oh, I got do a you? DK, you're looking I got to a trade. DK willing to trade. Chad, uh, yeah, we, we all we all talked this week. I thought was decent. We all talked this week, and uh, we realized that you are by far the worst in the league when it comes to trades. You're trying to give up. You're you're, you are trying to give up a big old poop sandwich and get everyone's gold, and that's just not how the work. That's not how the world works. I bet you, if you look back on all my trades, I probably have the most trades, and I do trades with everybody because I give good trades. (laughs) You tried offering me hurt. Well, the first trade was Hertz and Waddle for Rodgers and Metcalf, which makes absolute zero sense. And then you said that you're not willing to part with any. Of the uh, your you know your the the starting players on your your team basically except for DK. Uh, I mean, DK's just, a, a what is he top fifteen? Oh, DK. And then you said that top twenty. You said this is one thing I really wish that uh, fucking Melvin Gordon had a uh, a decent game except for he just sucked this week. You said Metcalf will score ten more than any of your flexes every week. DK Metcalf had four points this week, which is not 10 more points than any of my flexes. On average, Bill. On average. So on Everybody average, DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf is going to... Than Melvin Gordon? Yes. DK Metcalf is going For to sure. average 10 more points than any of my flex players. Your flex players, Melvin Gordon, Allen Robertson, and Gibson. Yeah, so, he might have a he might have a point there, uh, Bill. Uh, yes, but all averaging players, ten more points. All those so that's saying if four points. Let's say DK averages thirteen points uh, a game uh, throughout the season. You're saying all of those players are going to average three points or less. That's what you're saying. Gibson yeah, and Gordon might be probably. done for good. I mean, yep. they might be done. Zero. There's a zero. You know what a zero does? Their average bill. And let's be honest, <laughs> Allen Robinson. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> How many zeros do you have in school? <laughs> wow, well, Doobie, Doobie, Doobie! I noticed the name change before the game. Can you explain to us this strategy? Yeah, I mean, I, I felt I had to pull out all the stops. To be quite honest, sure, of course, I of course. Had no chance. I panicked at the end and picked up Isaiah, who's in McKinsey, and started him over Ayuk, who had the best game of anybody on my team. And so, yeah, that was probably my last last straw was to. Try and build Drew, build Drew, well before. So you went, you went from the cucks to the doobie snacks. Um, and how's dad life going? 
Which can I? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I need to clear something up here. This is. I told you I had a couple sure. of oh. things I needed to get straight. This is one sure. of them. All right. So the history of the dictator cucks, as we all know, oh, I knew it was coming. Me and Fleming, right? Mm. And I think what do you, Fleming? Do you remember what what I, dictator thing you were doing as a commissioner? Probably not so, letting me keep Marshawn Lynch. So let's backtrack here. Okay. Oh, I remember that. Let's backtrack here. Ryan and I put in the constitution that there was a certain date that you had to have keepers in. You tried to sneak one by and get Marshawn Lynch in there. And it, it was so, just, it wasn't going to happen. Sneak. Wasn't a sneak. I legitimately had no clue about the rule because I had never read the constitution. You never, why, how have you never read the constitution? Well, I may have like glossed over it seven years ago, but I don't <laughs> think I memorized that rule at that time. So I was mm. rightly pissed because I think I was moving that day. And I yeah. had maybe like five hours to think of, a, which isn't that that hard. But yeah, so I, I threw out a dictator cuff at Fleming. And, you know, I just think it's mm. a great insult to oh, begin with. It's, it's just, it just, it rolls off the tongue is really why I say and Love it. <laughs> they'll love that. Love the sound effects. Um, and then I feel like we moved on, Alex. I apologize later on. Mm. And then I changed my name because Lee in the group chat brought it back up this year. Do you remember? I, I don't remember that, but uh, so he said something of like, like as long as they, he was talking about your podcast, he said, as long as there's no like foul language, like dictators or cucks or something. Mm. Like that. Lee's, <laughs> Lee's on, Lee's, Lee's doing some weird, so, Lee's doing some weird things in the group chat. So, I don't know what, the, as, I don't know what that as is. a, as a proponent of the first amendment, I rightfully, heavily changed my name back to dictator. Cuck. So you remember the U S constitution, but not the LB three constitution. I remember like 10 on the U S constitution. Um, I, can, I can sprinkle a couple more in there. Honestly, I'm very disappointed right now because I was hoping for a dad fight. I was hoping there was going to be a time. No, 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 um, And now we're just it's kumbaya. Dad, listen, dads, dads are a brotherhood, man. I want to know how dad life's yeah. going for you, Chad. It's good, man. It's it's fun. It's exciting. I'm like kind of through the stage of being overly, overly sleep deprived. I'm like just regular sleep deprived. Um, but it's fun. He's like three months. Friday, last Friday, he can like hold his head up. All good stuff. All good stuff. I love good, it. Good man. Glad to hear dude, it. When dude. when is he gonna be wearing the uh, the unholy alliance onesie? <laughs> We've all been waiting for for that picture to come. I think we're gonna keep waiting for a while, huh? Dude, he's big, so he might be in like a couple weeks. To be there we go. Honest. He probably could fit in it now, but it'd be a little big. But I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna get him a, get, like a nine monther. Do I get him a dictator cuck? onesie <laughs> i would love that, I would love that. <laughs> well I would put it in immediately well in Chip, immediately. let me ask you how do you feel about the rest of the fantasy season how do you feel about the raiders i work with forever for the listeners oh. i work with chad's father uh on a daily basis true. and he's also a raiders fan and he hates Derek carr like with a passion he hates Derek carr yep. i want to know how you feel about the raiders and Derek carr well you can tell my dad. He, my dad's notoriously negative with the Raiders, so <laughs> yes, I don't even like is. to text him sometimes because, like, one drive is done, and he's like, these guys fucking suck. We got to get rid of them. Like, he's trading Hokey. So, can't really go by my dad. I love Carr. I've always said – I said since last year, um, Carr can do no wrong. After last year, he's got 
several years now. Has he sucked and does he frustrate the shit out of me? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not, I, I don't think we can get rid of Carr. And I think, honestly, it's just growing pains. We got to get, we, we're getting used to a new head coach. You know this. Fleming, you guys are going to be getting a new head coach in a year. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to go through this. The first four games, five games. I mean, look, we've only lost by a total of 15 points for our four losses. Yeah. And that's against three, three top AFC teams, Titans, Chiefs, Chargers. So, and we well, blew the Arizona game. Well, as a Chargers fan, I hate the Raiders. I wish death upon them. Um, how do you feel about the fantasy season? How do you – what do you think is going to happen here? Who do you think wins? Who do you think ends up shit foot? Shit foot? God, I didn't do any research, but honestly, Tool's team is looking tough. I think I fell <laughs> this week. Tool's team is not looking good. Um, and honest, guys, I got to be honest. I don't look at other people's teams like that. I just go straight ahead with Daddy Doobie Snacks mm. and what we got to do to win because we're mm. on a path. This is this is I have yet to win, and mm. this is my season. I feel right. so. Right. It all depends on Jonathan Taylor, though. So yeah, well, Doobie, while we got here, can you give us your shit foot punishment? Oh yes. All right. So naturally, as a teacher, um, I am always furthering my education. So I figured my punishment would be something for our te- our uh, our league to further their education. So the loser will have to go and sit and take the SATs. Now, they have mm. to go with all the other high schoolers. So <laughs> a 31-year-old going to take his SATs with a bunch of high schoolers. If you want to wear a shirt that says, I lost the LB3 league, go ahead. Um, oh, now, the other part is this. If you don't score a 1,000 on your SAT, you have to go back and take it again. Oh, Reardon, you're in real trouble, bud. <laughs> I'm hoping Bill loses. Uh, yeah. Reardon's in trouble. I, fucking went, I, went so to, I went to Zog University. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even take Bill, that. Bill, <laughs> I, wish you, I wish your team was a lot worse because this, be, this would be a great one for you. Ch- Chad really tried wanted... making – he tried making it. You have to keep doing the SATs over and over until uh, you score a thousand, which I would be there for and years. Probably rear I would for... love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll stay on the wheel. So hopefully builds bad at some point in the next few years and he, and he lands on it. Um, but no, that's a good part. How long does SATs take these days? Oh, I just did the PSATs and that was only four sections. Um, and that took like four hours. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. So you're going to be there probably like six or seven hours. I don't remember my SATs. I actually took them. Honestly, I would rather, I would rather get a shit foot tattoo. I think that's, that's a, that's a lot for me because I'll, I'll be there for fucking 40 hours. (laughs) You'll be doing it twice, Bill, for sure. Um, Doobie, anything else you want to get off your chest while while you got the mic? Um, Oh, yes. I hope my wife is so I think the only I think I, I think you're breaking up, Doobie. Oh, Bill, yeah, Ro- Robot Doobie over there. I don't know what's going on with him. Doobie, you there? Well, I think we might have lost there? Doobie. Oh, there you are. 
hey, 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 now he's just a normal robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my let's, bad. My bad. Let's this, talk hey, back. this is my first podcast. I've been really looking forward to this. So you're uh, doing great. You're doing great. Any, thanks, like I said earlier, anything else you want to get off your chest? We didn't quite hear what you said. Yeah. So my wife, Alyssa, listens to the podcast. I think I'm listening. You guys have because we use her sister's Spotify. <laughs> okay, and she so, she listens to the pod, huh? Yes, yeah. So she listens. She's she's become a fan actually. So oh. some I've written down a couple of her comments that she had throughout this podcast a couple Love of weeks it. ago. She's, Let's so hear she it. Asked, she said, <laughs> "Does Bill tell the girls about the podcast, and would he be embarrassed if they listen?" In parentheses, week four Indian butthole. <laughs> 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 so that's her first question. Bill? Would I be embarrassed? Uh, well, yeah. If, uh, listen, if the girls. Uh, overall, um, if I got into this with uh, Flem earlier. One of the girls was wanting to know the podcast because uh, I told her <laughs> I was doing it tonight, and uh, I just that, that is information that none of these women will ever get. Um, so yeah, would I be embarrassed? Absolutely. But will it ever happen? No. I don't know. What if you go viral? Anyways, mm. next question she had was, how much time, Fleming, do you spend prepping? And then a caveat to that, does Bill prep at all? So that's a good question. I spend probably about uh, an hour to two hours before each episode prepping. I got to come up with, you know, all the questions for Bill, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. And I got to, and then, and then there's another half hour editing afterwards. Um, Bill does zero prepping. We start, I started uh, the first few episodes giving Bill things to prep on. And then I quickly realized <laughs> it's pointless to do and to just, you know, have him just go at it. Yeah. So Bill, yeah, you can't, you can't contain him. No, he does no prepping <laughs> anymore. Zero. And then she also had a comment about Bill turning down Giselle for a thick Colombian. Mm. Good choice, Bill. She's she like, said. oh, that was I, that was that was one oh, I wrote. Alyssa's got um, good taste. Is that what she said? Good taste or good choice? Oh no, she said what, Bill? You're going <laughs> to turn down Giselle? Oh, never Colombian mind. Alyssa, you, good Alyssa, choice, you, Bill. Yes, very sarcastic. You. I didn't. I didn't read the quote. It's it's a lot harder on notes. Yeah, to I'd, be there. Skinny white girl versus thick hot Colombian chick. It's a no brainer. One from a you know has comes from a third world country. The other's got half a billion dollars. Mm. Yeah, but kids too. So, so ugh, tough. Mm. But yeah, you guys are doing a great job. I love it. I love the podcast. Well, big time, big time fan. Ted, who do you your merch drops? Who do you think? Who do you think is the non-binary listener in the league? Do you think it's Lee? Non-binary. We have a non-binary listener out there. Well, yeah, we did. I we did. They don't anymore. How do you know they're non-binary? It. I get some analytics, um, and it and it shows oh, that one. Oh, so I can tell you somebody checked non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. Can we clarify what is exactly non-binary? I don't know if this is the show for that. I don't know if this is the show for that, Chad. We have to go on AOC's uh, podcast like in order to find that out, right, Chad? AOC. Yeah, Chad's number one AOC podcast. We read Bill. <laughs> well, so, Mag, Mag all day, huh? We're oh. not doing this. We're not doing this. This is a fantasy football. You want to get into it, Chad? You want to get into Let's it? Go Trump. <laughs> Are we supposed uh, to be family-friendly? 
Doobie, get back to your son, dude. Thanks for hopping on with us, and best of luck the rest of the season. Start making some better trades. Bill, I'll see you in the playoffs, bro, when it matters. (laughs) Love you. We'll be right back. Love you guys. Peace. Later. And we're back. Bill, is there uh, any fantasy matchups or NFL games you're particularly interested in this week? Huh. Um, The one big one that I'm interested in is my New York Giants uh, against – jacksonville uh and we are at this point uh three point underdogs which is surprising yeah uh, so that's something i'm keeping my eye on and uh around the league right now um honestly we're, we're kind of all over the place last week it was juggernauts versus juggernauts and shitfoots versus shitfoots um potentially like this uh the south florida matchup is interesting with lloyd and versus Reardon uh both two and four both needing a W to get on you know the the other side of uh you know the spectrum here and uh help out their uh shit foot uh you know potentials so Lloyd versus Reardon is probably my matchup that I'm gonna be eyeing the whole week yeah well I gotta say my matchup I'm gonna be eyeing this week is you uh, it's. I think it's one we'll all have an eye on. But again, somehow you've gotten blessed by the scheduling gods this year, Bill. Um, hmm. His number one running back, Delvin Cook, and his number one wide receiver, the number one wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, are both on by. And do you have anybody on by? I don't think you have anybody on by. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts on a by, but I got Dak Oh, Jalen Hurts. You got Dak Prescott. You're right. Um, the Thursday night game this week, not particularly great, but should be fun. Saints versus Card, um, compared to our past few Thursday night football games, at least. But I'm most excited to see Dak return against the Lions. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, what do you say we do best bets? Uh, let's do it. I won my best bet last week. Lloyd and Bill did not. That puts me and Lloyd both at four and two. It puts Bill at two and four. The fading Drew is alive and well. Uh, but Bill, who do you got for us to? Uh, I absolutely love the Detroit Lions plus seven against the Cowboys. Um, Lions aren't bad. They put up points except for uh, their last week. Um, and uh, I just fucking hate the Cowboys. And they're com- the Cowboys are coming off a loss. Dak is coming back uh but i still like uh i still like detroit to keep it within seven yeah uh you know i'm with you it's very hard picking a game on a tuesday as i say every week there's you know there's a lot of changes during the week but you know here we go Mm -hmm. there's three games i really like this week i love the lions getting seven i really do i like the titans at home but my best bet of the week Jags minus three against the Giants. I think it's a reality check week for the Giants. Two really good defenses going at it, but I like the home team to pull it out. Jags minus three. Lloyd is taking the Chiefs minus three against the 49ers. They don't lose back-to-back ever, right? So who knows? Um, I wish they would for the Chargers' sake. But let's take a break, and we'll be back with a new segment. And we're back. So this is a new segment. I like to call it Where Have You Been? And this is where we have on former league members, policymakers, power players. This week we have on Ben Brown, a former player owner, better known as Italian by adoption. Ben, where were you? <laughs> How are you, boy? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, uh, w- what's going on, dude? Chilling, man. How are you guys? Good. I, uh, I think, I, so Lloyd told me you guys had a podcast um, a couple of days ago, and I binge listened. 
to all the episodes so far. And it oh, really? Like, yeah, it sounds like um, uh, the tables have turned in the LB3, tools and last and threatening to quit. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Tool is now first. officially dead last at one and five. Oh, boy. The overlord of the league, one and five now. Yeah. Ben, you were up there. You were up there in one of the uh, the overlord rankings. You won a couple. I did. Uh, I think twice. Yeah. Mm. Well, in the, in the, in the league, league, we went from 12 to 10. What happened? Walk the listeners <laughs> through what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. When was, you know, I mean... When was the last year I did it? Was it the pandemic year? Was it? It was, it was I, pandemic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, twenty twenty. So the so I was in the league, the Super Bowl of twenty twenty, right? Correct. And then I didn't. All right, so I don't know, man. So I won't get into I don't know, <laughs> specifics. I won't, you know, like, but you know, internally, I think there's some turmoil. I. I had a lot going on. What? It was- well, let, well, let's talk about. It. Let's talk about it for a second. One of our our other former league member, JJ Hurd. He he was talking a little shit about uh, Ben Brown's uh, yeah. Bills and Josh Allen, and Ben Brown really took offense to it. Right? <laughs> I think emotions got the better of me, and it boiled over. Honestly, twenty twenty was a you know there's turmoil all over the place, and the world has changed high. since. The world has changed since. So I got to ask. Uh, so you two went at it. You both ended up dropping out of the league. Um, have you talked to him since? JJ and I talked separately on the side, and I'll let that stay between us. But it, it you know, I haven't talked to him really since. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, let me ask you now. I, everyone wants every. I think everybody wants the league to go back to twelve members. Um, I don't know. I hear some other things. Listen to your fucking episodes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I certainly wanted to go back to 12. I know there's other people that also wanted to go back to 12. Do you have any interest in coming back into the league if we were to expand to 12? I'm not sure. Yeah. I need, I think it need, I think I might need some more. Well, I don't know, man. If tool, what happens if tool drops out? Tool's not it's going a, to drop out. Tool's it's an either. empty threat. It's an empty threat. It's his way of pretending like he doesn't care that he's in, in last place when <laughs> it's, it's eating him up. And it stuff. bothers being him a big so baby. much. I know it does. And I bothers him so much. I know it does. Um, but would you have interest in coming back? I feel like you've served your self-imposed suspension and I think it would be time for you to come back. I concur. How, uh, but, uh, is that, would the other league members vote? Because uh, I don't want, I don't want to just come in and be like, oh, I am back. It would, yeah, it would, it would certainly have to go to a vote of some sort, I'm sure. But I, I see it passing unanimously. I mean, Reardon went, <laughs> Reardon went through something similar a few years back where he uh, had a self-imposed suspension and came back. Um, but the question is, would you want to? Here, here's another thing, because listening to, uh, some other episodes. If if, and I know I didn't. I, I know I didn't said some things uh, previously that might contradict myself now. But if the league went back to twelve members, I do believe that JJ and I should have the first dibs. One hundred percent coming back. Agreed. Like, I like if I came back, like the next person should be JJ. It shouldn't be, and vice versa. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it shouldn't be. So it shouldn't be me and then like 
I don't fucking know. Ben, we actually did have this vote uh, prior to uh, kickoff this year, and everyone on you know in the league they were on board for for Ben and JJ coming back. Ben and somebody else did not get approved by the league though, uh, just because we wanted we didn't want to bring in outsiders that have never LB three before. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think that I think. Yeah, so if, if if I can if I can you know just sift through this and it sounds like you'd be willing to come back if it if it came to that. It, I'm yeah. I mean, I'd get, there yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> ben, are you are you currently in any leagues or no? Out of respect for the LB three, no. Work wow. Was, uh, one of the other things too is like work was crazy. I think I was about to start a new job and shit's been wild since, so I haven't been able to like. Um, watch as much football and keep up with it as I would like to. I just watch the fucking Bills game and then get on with my day. Well, well how, do, how do you think about – what do you think about the Bills this year? How do you think they'll end up? How do you think Josh Allen will end up? I think we'll uh, win the MVP. Yeah. If we get it's the bye, if we get the bye, we'll play in Buffalo. So, I, I, I don't know yet. I don't know, Matt. It, seem, it seems as like a, a Bills super... fat As a Bills fan, I can't – like I hesitate to like – you know what I'm saying? It, being a Bills fan, you can't fucking – Well, Look every... what happened last year. Look what happened. I know. Mm. But every oh. other year, I mean, the Bills fans are saying, we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to – and then they end up, you know, 4-12. and 12. And the one year you guys are the best team in the league, no one wants to say they're going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, because – Can't jinx I mean, it. Can't jinx it. You can't jinx it. We'll but, probably see the fucking Chiefs. I, like, who else would we honestly see? Yeah, yeah. And you guys beat the Chiefs in the regular season this year, which you also did last year. Um, but we know how that ended up last year. So hopefully uh, we see that rematch again. Now, Ben, is there anything else you want to get off your chest to our listeners? No, nothing in particular, except that uh, I hear I've gone through your episodes, all this drafting. I, I do want to say in some like cocky way that I was one of the best drafters. I, I do, I, I do want to say that. I don't know if anybody agrees with that, but if someone's getting shit. I forget who it is having a no running back. Eric, strategy. Eric S. I was going to bring this up because your last year in the draft, if I'm correct, Ben, you went wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Yes, and I can yeah. tell you why I do that if you yeah. want. Yes. My theory is, and I don't know if anybody agrees with this, it's like, one, I'm biased against biased with teams. So, like, I won't draft particular players from, like, a certain team because I don't agree with their style or their coaching, whatever. But our PPR, our, our league was PPR, and, like, literally every yard and catch counts. So I would try to get as many wide receivers as I could because in my theory that in order for a running back in our league to get eight, nine – points he has to get like 80 90 rushing yards period right and like that's right yeah so for a receiver to get eight nine points any given week is they there's more of a chance of them getting that than trying to depend okay this run is this running back gonna get close to 100 yards rushing game no unless you're fucking i don't know um derrick henry derrick henry or like yeah exactly um I, I like so, your thinking. I do like your thinking. It's gonna but, take, it's gonna take fifteen touches for a running back to get to one hundred at least. Right. Whereas a wide receiver could be four or five. 
Right, and if there was a if there was a running back that I saw was available, I think I took CMC one year. Like his style and his coaching, and at the time, he was catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. So you got to look at um, which systems they're in and like wh- who they're offering their coordinators are. Where if they get traded, who are they going to? Also, and I think this is one of the things that kind of played into my departure from the league is. I would try to stock up on wide receivers and use it as capital for like drafting because mm. a running, a starting running back, there's probably like a handful of five starting running backs that are absolute stars. And if one of them goes down, which happens during the regular season, their backup might become a star, whatever. But I think during the season and because we were a 12 person league, running backs got so thin at some point, right? So I would try to stock up on wide receivers and offer someone to be like, yo, you need a wide receiver. I, I'll take this running back knowing I'll get only like seven points out of him. Well, yeah. So you did the Eric approach before Eric ever did. Yeah, but it Eric sounds approach. like Eric's fucking it up. Yeah, no. he has, he has <laughs> fucking Eric, up the strategy. Eric, needs- Eric has one running back, but his running back Cam Akers is actually, I don't even know if he's a running back anymore, but with the Ben Brown approach, he is four and two, which, you know. Yeah, so he he has a winning record as of right now, uh, as at, at the time of this taping. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Even the wide receivers he drafted, he drafted five of them. He only drafted two good ones, like two usable ones. So it's uh, he's kind of fucking it up. He needs he needs to sit down <laughs> with you, Ben Brown. He needs to sit down I, with you, and and I, hear about it. <laughs> I would also try to draft a quarterback. Who was one of my? Who was on the same team as my wide receiver? I get that stack get, going. I would for always sure. try to like yeah. get. You know, I was braiding out on it for like two years straight. I think. Yeah. Well, hey, um, Ben Brown, yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, it's great to hear from you. I haven't talked Absolutely. to you in a while. Yeah, um, I love you, boys. Thanks for having me. So thanks for hopping on and telling us yeah. where you've been, man. Much appreciated, Ben. We miss you, Ben. We miss you. Of course. I'll talk to you boys soon. All right. Take care. Let's take a break. And we're back. Well, it's uh, – oh, actually, Bill, I just got a trade proposal uh, – breaking news, trade proposal for Ryan Tool. Do you want to hear it? Oh, breaking news. Love it. Let's hear it. All right. So he wants to give me Cooper Cup and Cortland Sutton. Okay. Both of his receivers. He wants me to give up Travis Etienne, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Kenneth Walker the third. It's actually a very good trade. Jump on that shit right now. I love Kenneth Walker, dude. It's there's so many unknowns. He's a Seattle Seahawk. Grab Cup, dude. That's both my keepers, though. I mean, ETN in the 15th, and I think Walker in the 11th next year. Mm, Yeah, I think uh, Tools Tools fucking desperate right now. I don't know what the hell he's thinking. And if I don't know what the hell you're thinking, if you don't accept that right now, God, that is a good, good trade. I don't need both of them though. I'm gonna hit him back with something, a little something, something. I gotta take Kenneth Walker. I know he wants Kenneth Walker. He loves him. I love him. Uh, but I, that's the one guy I don't want to give up. Mm. So I'm gonna hit him back with something. It is a very good trade. We we're just talking about how bad trade proposals have been. That's actually a very, very generous trade from Tool. Um, but Bill, uh. You know, while we got you here, let's uh, let's do everyone's least favorite segment of the week. Oh, chimpanzee! That up, oh, Bill Drew. Bill, take it away. Uh, well, looks like we got a, a Dave Koch matchup this week. Um, he's got Alave coming back. You, are, we already know. We've talked about Dave as being a potential championship team. Yeah, um, nicest, nicest guy too. Such a sweet dude. 
Oh, he's a he's a great guy. Dave's fucking thriving. Dave and Dudley are both thriving. I think everyone in the league, except for uh, Eric S. Westcott, yourself, uh, Tool, Lloyd, Reardon, uh, but the other the other guys are thriving when it comes to fantasy football. Uh, Dave's going to continue to thrive this week. Um, I know he had uh, a couple of players on a buy. He already, you know, he already switched up his lineup here. No cook, no digs, no problem. He's got Olave. He's got uh, Jamal Williams. He's oh my god, fucking Lamar Jackson is on a heater this year. Uh, I got Jalen Hurts on the bench. That's my bread and butter. Um, yeah, Dave Koch. This is going to be a, a statement game for him. Um, we all have those every year. There's one statement game. This is Dave's statement game. Hundred and sixty points. Dave's put. Dave puts up this week. Hundred and sixty. I was very close last time with Dudley. I was two points off when I said 170. Dave's going to hit 160. Oh, wow. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a 24-point 24 24 point victory for Dave. Well, I mean, way to lay it on thick to Dave. Um, well, there you have it, Bill. I hope you enjoy your salmon with your, uh, you know, Caucasian female uh, lady of the night friend. Um, mm. And for myself and Bill, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, interact, rate, send in emails. Uh, have a great week. And as always, let the boys be, be boys. boys. Thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs>get more excited the bigger the butt is um is it is there like a positive correlation between butt size and excitement um well of course the bigger the butt the more aroused you're gonna get you know that i do know that you're absolutely right